Brain Buster Boys are brought to you by Visionaries Global Media, your number one source for podcasting entertainment. Visionaries Global Media, envisioning excellence on a global scale. Hello, I love you, won't you tell me your name? It's Brett. I love you, and you tell me your name. It's Loaf. Hello, I love you, won't you tell me your roommate's name? It's Lee. Hello. Hello. Monkey. Is that the Doors? Is that the Doors song? I think so. I think it is. Like, how many, like, I've never really listened to a a full Doors album. Me Uh, neither. You know, like, it's always that greatest hits one. Yeah, I'm... I've always enjoyed them, but never really seek them out. But uh, yeah, yeah I, yeah, I couldn't tell you even the name of any of their albums. Yeah, yeah. And I, I, other than LA, LA Woman, you know. Oh, is that LA, an album? Yeah, yeah. I think it is. It's the red one. The red one that has the picture of them there. I would have it. no it's idea. Piss poor description, but not much of a Doors guy. But LA woman, let's woman, just woman. just come on, baby, light my fire. Blood in the streets in the town of New Haven. To the Brain Buster Boys, episode 82. My name is Brett Jagger, along with Beaumont Rand. Hello, I love you. Won't you tell me your name? It's Bo. You oh. just did. You just did. You just did. You just did. It's both. Both. <laughs> we ain't never done that. Never. Yeah. Well, like I go by Loaf at work a lot, oh, and there's yeah, another yeah. dude um, I work oh, with. Oh, named, oh, I hear at the Crazy named, Fox. Yeah, yeah, named Logan. And I'm like, together we are Loafkin. Loafkin, Loaf- so we Loaf- could be, we could be both, both or Lo- Loafkin Paul, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, who's challenging for the uh, WWE Championship coming up? How about that? Wouldn't that be like a Vince decision to take the, you know, uh, of Logan Paul? I guess he wouldn't do that to Roman. I feel like Vince is lionized Roman. You yeah, know, to the, to, I mean, to, he to ain't losing. Uh, apparently, it was a request from one of the Saudi princes because it's at the Saudi Arabia show coming up, and they and, like Logan uh, Paul. Uh, allegedly, again, I don't, I didn't like, and I think I saw something on Twitter about that, and I'm like, yeah, that that seems about right. But yeah. at least as we've seen, the guy can wrestle. Oh yeah, so, I mean, I think it's a, a publicity stunt, sure, obviously, yeah. and whatever, but. It'll be interesting. It'll probably get a lot of eyeballs on it. But oh, yeah, uh, and I think like whenever wrestling matches do that whole like underdog, like you, they make you think you're you, they're gonna win. You know, yeah. kind of like they did like Orange Cassidy's like that a lot. Like Orange Cassidy and the Triple Threat at what was it All Out? Double or, or nothing. Double last or nothing. Year. Yeah, double or nothing last year. That, and then Orange Cassidy again with Osprey. You know, even though that mm-hmm. was a little bit more like, you know, he had a lot more clout than um 
uh, Logan Paul, but I feel like they'll kind of hit similar, you know, like kind of make you think he's going to win and, you know, kind of. Oh, yeah. And surely the false finishes will be yeah. there for sure. But uh, funny, we're talking about WWE to open things up because uh, we're doing a WWE episode here. We're going to review Extreme Rules, which uh, I was as excited for that show as anything in the last few months. I've been dialed into WWE. It's been good. Uh, we'll get into it. I thought the show was good, but I think my expectations were way too high because I'd been enjoying Raw so much. But uh, yeah, excited to talk about that here in a bit. Yeah, no, it's uh, I mean, this is our first time doing an all WWE episode since I guess this last year's WrestleMania or this year's WrestleMania. We did one this all, year, yeah. All yeah. WWE episode, I yeah. I believe. I mean, so. it would maybe touch on a few other things. Yeah, and yeah. I know you didn't watch um any AEW last weekend, but we'll touch on some of that. And, and I'm familiar whole, with the results and the drama and the fallout. Yeah, and yeah. the whole Sammy Andrade bullshit. Uh, we will get into that uh, later uh, as well. Speaking of that, fun story. So on Wednesday night, I got invited out to trivia. Um, you know, the, the last week, I guess the film was my fall break. So I only had to work insurance two days and my teaching days I was off. So I kind of had a long weekend. Okay. Last, really like last week. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Nice. So I was really excited. Um, you know, and I got invited out to trivia and it was at a bar called the Merryweather here in Germantown. You know, it's kind of a nice newish ball, hip. I went, kinda. I went there, uh, last week when I was there. Is it, do they have karaoke? Uh, I'm sure they do. Yeah. Like yeah. there's a stage. Yeah. We were kind of tucked in the corner, but yeah, I'd never heard of it, but uh, I was there on Thursday. Yeah, it's a <laughs> nice little bar, good outside area. But anyway, so I, I go there um, to play uh trivia and uh, fucking uh, Jim, Jim James from my morning jackets, like on one of the teams there. Too, oh shit. Which was kind of cool to see. Yeah. And, and one thing I noticed was, um, Nobody went up to him because you would think like, I remember whenever I'd see him at side and fans, everyone would be like, hey, you know, yeah, it's Jim James. Oh my God. Yeah. And nobody did, which like, that's kind of sure, tight actually. Yeah. I thought that. And, and, um, and then I kind of thought about why, and I kind of realized I'm sure Jack Harlow has taken the onus off him like oh, to, yeah. to, to a degree where it's just like people, I guess, because of Jack, when you think of Louisville music, you think of him and they just think about Jim James a little bit less with that. Yeah, and yeah, I mean, obviously, yeah. Jack Harlow's in a different stratosphere oh, yeah. of popularity and stardom. And yeah, you're right. I mean, it seemed like Jim James, MMJ, always was kind of the Louisville yeah. band artist, what have you. Yeah. And uh, that's certainly been usurped by uh, Mr. Harlow. Oh, yeah. And, I, and I'm sure it's well, like by like, almost 40 year old jim james you know yeah. I, I would i would welcome that uh, you know like and not having people always coming oh, up for to sure oh yeah it, how old is he is he like a few years older than us i believe he's close to close to four is yeah that, 40, that seems about right yeah. yeah um oh yeah i'm sure he's thrilled with that yeah and uh you know like and they kind of you know i came up in sort of two different venues because mmj is sort of like festival circuit jam bands for and sure. Jack harlow's like TikTok and you know like yeah, all sorts of things like rap and young yeah. kids and yes. uh, he is 44 years old wow Ooh. yeah and i would have thought like early 40s but yeah i would have thought that too well clearly you didn't you thought late 30s <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> i mean you might have at some point but you yeah. didn't right now no escape me oh. Fuck. Yeah, how was uh how was your long weekend? What else did you get? I don't even I didn't even tell you I was in Louisville last Thursday. Uh yeah. kind of went on our first uh proper date, I guess you could call it. And uh yeah, things yeah. are all good in that area. And I'll be back this Wednesday for some Viagra boys, baby. Yes, Sports. Sports deportes. Yeah, um, I went out for trivia and got pretty drunk and was just hung over on Thursday. So, you know, I was kind of Thursday was sort of just 
pretty chill. Watch the football game, you know. Oh, that was an awful football oh. game. Putrid, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was at uh we were at Hawks in Louisville, that new spot. And uh oh, we've been yeah, just kind of bouncing yeah. around Ger- we were all going around Germantown because Jamie lives there and ended up at Hawks and hadn't even looked at the score all night, like didn't care, had no fantasy implications. And we get there and it's nine nine in overtime, and I'm like good god i I remember like i like once it went to overtime i was like i'm done like i tapped out i was like i I, can't you sat through all of it you watched all of it no i mean just out of lack of anything else to do well i got what was it i had worked on something and then i got done and i was like i'm gonna take a walk um oh i zoom with ian i talked to talked to good old hogue oh nice yeah yeah yeah. so i did that we gotta get get him back we do yeah and uh you know, I took a walk and then I was like, I need to go eat somewhere. I didn't feel like cooking at home. So I went to like the Eagle and got a salad. It was weird. And um, <laughs> yeah, that's typically not nope. what you get at the Eagle. Oh, yeah. And there was like multiple people at a, at the um, that's just the like bar- getting that's just like getting a veggie menu power bowl at Taco Bell. Exactly. Yeah, it was it was a pretty close move. And um, I couldn't decide between that and normal fried chicken. I didn't have a coin to flip because that's usually what I do, and I can't decide. Yeah, I do that. I do that a lot too. Well, well, well if you uh, Google flip a coin, there's like a digital one. <laughs> of you course, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Did so, you do so, that? Did you yes, do that? Yes, oh, and I wow. followed it. Just um, but, one flip. One flip. Yeah. Okay. Um, but you know, uh, I remember looking, um, you know, being at the bar, um, eating, and they just had an NBA preseason game on, and there was one TV that was blank. <laughs> So, you know, the clock gets closer to, what is it, 820 or whenever that game sure, starts. Yeah. And I'm thinking like, oh, yeah, they're going to turn it on. And then all these other people around me are like asking. And they're like, oh, yeah, we, we don't have Amazon. <laughs> and people are just not happy, you know. Um, and it's like, I guess I understand like, you know, because I assume bars don't have like Netflix or things yeah, like I that. They I just, know some do. I've seen it on it like places. But yeah, oh, yeah. I mean. I'm sure not, you know, obviously oh, yeah, you don't think about bars and their streaming sites. Right. Well, and if you're a Buffalo Wild Wings, you are prepared. Like, oh, you, like, for sure. like, like yeah. you're not being caught with your pants down. Anywhere like, that's that. considered a sports bar, right. yeah. you better be prepared. Oh, yeah. And this is week five and the Eagles yeah. just like not with the picture. They're just, they, they, yeah. they don't just, give a fuck about just Thursday night football. Yeah. So, yeah, there's that um, on Friday. What did I do I, on Friday? I went to a little pop up. Um beer garden in tyler park oh poor poor and and then i went on myself a little date that was fun oh look at both of us i know Um, oh man getting hot and heavy yeah and then saturday was the the louisville game which was frustrating um (laughs) i didn't even know it was going on until you texted me hey we just won (laughs) we just won what does lee think yeah and and he didn't watch or it was cashed too yeah well yeah backup quarterback we win by 17 on the road against Virginia, who's somehow had our number. Yeah. I well, mean, who uh, cares? Scott, yeah. Scott uh, Satterfield saving his job. Scoot. Um, <laughs> yeah. Like I'm, you know, like I'm so glad they're on by this week. Cause I just, it's misery. Cause like, man, like I'll watch some games and it'll be like at noon. And then like, yeah. it'll just, it just like tears you up. You know, yeah. Through the day. I um, clearly haven't watched much as you know, <laughs> but yeah, it's, uh, yeah. And that's why I've seen what it does to you and Lee. Yeah, not worth it lately. Yeah. Um, but yeah. and like I was talking to someone, at, um, a friend of mine at the Tyler Park Beer Garden. We were like, man, like nothing good has happened for Louisville since 2016. Oh, like, we, Lee and good. I were saying like Louisville sports have just gone in the tank lately. They have, yeah. Just like nothing. It's like embarrassing to be a Louisville fan. It is. <laughs> it's, it, yeah, it's a total comedy of errors and like. Yeah, literally not like one errors and scandals and yeah, 
not what one I, noteworthy win. You know, not one like big, like you know, huge upset. Well, Chris Mack beat UK once, he right? Did. And he he had a number one team in the country. Yeah, somehow seems the, uh, yeah. a distant memory. And then the, everyone, you forget about the COVID canceled tournament season, which like that yeah. team, you know, that it's like team four was pretty seed, good, yeah, four yeah, seed yeah. material. Um, anywho, um, so, um. <laughs> Saturday, I went um, hung out with Addie, watched college football uh, sister's birthday at Limon Isal uh, oh. on uh, Brownsboro oh. Road. Oh, yeah. And cool. um, we drank tequila. And whenever I drink tequila, I, my face turns red. So it was weird. It's <laughs> tight. Yeah. And uh, and then Sunday was just a normal ass football day, you know. Yep. And another bang and another Bengals L in another game that they should have won. That they got down early and fought back and coughed it up at the end. Well, well, if we're gonna talk about it now, like (laughs) let's go. Let's get into it. Whenever like we kicked it back to Lamar with what like a minute left, like I knew, like I knew I'm like there's like Justin Tucker. All you gotta do is get to the 45 yard line, too. Like he's gonna bury that. Yeah, Yeah. And, and I'm just like, we haven't really been able to stop Lamar for most of the game you know well, the, so i mean like, we definitely kept him in check the first yeah. half for sure but obviously he was eventually going to get his so yeah. I, I thought the defense really did a pretty good job most yeah. of the night but yeah you just knew on that they didn't have a chance yeah yeah i was like there's too much time and i mean of course we kept the three timeouts but then obviously the onus is on um the uh four um plays i had um, oh yeah the first goal and goal. Line plays. Yeah. yeah which, which it's the only game all year the running game had worked the yeah. only game what mixon was 2.7 a carry before yeah. this i think he was 5.4 so like double and you don't even give him the fucking ball once and i get it it had backfired multiple times previously trying to run the ball from the one but mm-hmm. it's been working the line's getting the push right. do it but they yeah. try the fucking philly special and they lost 12 yards. Like, that was pathetic. The calamity. You yeah. know, like, just, yeah. And uh, not a terrible loss, because I remember reading a stat that, no. like, the Chiefs last year were 2-3. and three. Um, We still, to, covered, still covered the spread. Yeah, and sucks to be 0-2 in the division. You know, that's, yes. a, that's not fun. And um, with one loss to the clearly dog shit Steelers. Yeah. So, uh, who's next? Who's, who's this week? At New Orleans. So, we... Good old Andy Dalton, presumably. He's started two in a row. Our good friends from the World Elite Pod, I know they're all Saints fans, and they've got like a Saints – I think they have a Saints podcast as well. Marcus had asked me weeks ago if I wanted to come on Bengals Week, so I'll hit him up. Maybe we could both uh, yeah, I, I, I would, shoot, I, I would shoot like the that. shit with them to preview the game, sure. so I'll, I'll yeah. get in touch with them, I, yeah. I would like that, yeah. Uh, but, yeah, so, yeah, last night – um. I, back to the shitty Tyler Boyd play, the yeah. pod, Bengals podcast I listen to hear that podcast growling, which is two of the great beat writers, Jay Morrison and Paul Daner, that cover the team. They're like, we need a name for that Boyd play because, like, the Philly special is such yeah. an old name. So it's like, what, the Boyd botch? The Boyd botch. The Boyd bo- Well, the Boyd bungle. The bo- that's the, that's yeah, the Boyd bungle is way Low-hanging, too easy. Yeah. I was thinking about that earlier, too. But yeah. uh, um, what is know. it? Remember, have you heard of the baseball play Merkel's Boner? Yeah, for sure. The, the, Boyd's the Boyd Boner. The Boyd the Boner. Boy, yeah, I like uh, that. That'd I like be great. that. Yeah. I think that's it. The Boyd Boner. The Boyd Boner. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. But uh um, TM. TM. Yeah. Yeah. Uh it just is what it is. The it's just crazy that the offense has been the underwhelming part this yeah. season and the defense has been awesome. I mean, the line's definitely been a lot better the last few games, but 
teams are just playing too deep on like Jamar Chase has been, I'm not going to say a non-factor, but you know, they've just been covered too. And he hasn't been able to get open. Yeah. No deep, no like deep threat. Like Which we had was, last that's year. That's what it was last year. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Higgins, and then obviously losing T Higgins, like in the second quarter was mm-hmm. a blow as well. Yeah. Um, so yeah, like you said, like it's not a bad loss. We were three point underdogs, you know, on the road Sunday night, but God, it's just all three losses. We should, you know, we very well could have and should have won. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I mean, definitely. I agree. Like come down to the last possession, all of them. And yeah. Fuck. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I pretty much just worked this weekend, Friday, Saturday, uh, was in Louisville Thursday, as I mentioned. And then uh, Sunday had brother and sister-in-law's birthday as well. Um, went to see Justin's band play actually down at the Southgate house for a bit. Oh, it's been cool. ages since I've been to the Southgate house. What, yeah. a, what a, what a spot. So, uh, and then, yeah, just pretty much have been watching a shitload of wrestling uh, the last 48 hours, I guess, uh, which we're about to get into. But I guess before that, I'll mention impact bound for glory i think was the best show of the weekend mm-hmm. impact continues to kill it but sad that they're losing a lot of the honor no more guys and chelsea green and diana perrazzo a lot of names leaving seemingly maybe going to wwe um because some of them had been there before uh but yeah impact continues to kill it eddie edwards and josh alexander amazing main event um new japan declaration of power was today i won 20 bucks off cage my iq because we bet uh okada versus jonah and okada got the victory which i love great match jay white defended against tama tonga good shit um we'll talk a little aew later but are you ready to get extreme i don't know i'm ready to be ruled by something well come on baby light my fire golden rule Come on, light this fucking fire. Or, or, or extreme Matt rule. <laughs> he gone. Yeah. God, he stinks. 11 and 27. Yeah. What a let's, boob. Yeah, let's do it. Let's get extreme with Matt rule. Welcome to Fresh Ball Fall. It's the season of pumpkin spice and making sure your crotch looks nice. That means sipping cider in a fall breeze and using Manscaped products to trim your balls with ease. That's right, today's show is brought to you by Manscaped, a company here to make sure that your foliage isn't the only thing its excess leaves. Heck, even Mother Nature knows it's time to lose the excess clutter for fall. So you should join the 6 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped by going to manscaped.com for 20% off and free shipping with the code BBB. And instead of Beaumont, I've got a special guest here. That is the American Dream, Dusty Rhodes. Ladies and gentlemen, whether you are brand new or already with us at Manscaped, you can use the crown jewel of care for your family jewels, the Platinum Package 4.0. With this glorious package, you can align your entire hygiene routine all in one swoop. Inside the 10-part Platinum Package, sorry, Dusty is having a hard time. That is a lot of peas for him. (laughs) Everything you know and love about the Performance Package plus more peas. Some shower goodies included in included to elevate your grooming game to the platinum level. 
the Lawnmower 4.0 Body Trimmer and Weed Whacker Nose and Ear Hair Trimmer features, proprietary advanced skin-safe technology to protect your delicate parts and holes. Both are waterproof so you can keep scraping even as the weather is changing. In addition to shaving, you can now complete up, completely upgrade your shower routine with the Ultra Premium Body Wash and Ultra Premium 2-in-1 Shampoo Plus Conditioner. You'll have your skin and your hair feeling hydrated and smelling fresh, baby. Don't forget to apply their aluminum-free ultra premium deodorant. And don't worry, it's not pumpkin spice, it's cologne for quality fragrance. But we shouldn't save a signature scent for our pits. Use Crop Preserver, Ball Deodorant, and Crop Reviver Ball Toner to make sure your go-to smell is top shelf and not sweaty balls. Manscaped even threw in two free gifts to their premium platinum package 4.0 the Manscaped boxes and the Shed Travel Bag, both specially made to hold your goodies. Get the Platinum Package this fall. These products are guaranteed to be hits for your dangly bit. Yeah, the peas tripped me up too, man. Uh, yeah, so uh, with that, go to manscaped.com and get 20% off and free shipping with the code BBB. That's 20% off of free shipping at manscaped.com when you use code BBB. Manscaped. Clear out the leaves. It's your tree trunks. Time to shine. And as always, your balls will thank you. You know they're referring to a boner when they talk about the tree trunk. Yep. Yep. WWE Extreme Rules 2022 from Greg Goldman's favorite place, Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, and the Wells Fargo Center. Um, yeah, like I WWE said, WWE logo here. Sorry, that is sick. I mean, it's not too bad looking. Anyway, sorry, that's insane. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, like I said, I was really, really excited about this show going in. Just you know, first time being reinvigorated by WWE. And I kind of went through the whole cycle of Rawls and yeah. watched some SmackDown. I'm like, damn, this product's been good since Vince is gone. This is what we've wanted. Um, so, you know, we were kind of deciding, trying to figure out what we wanted to do for an episode this week, like AEW, EW, you know, drama, bullshit. It's, it's still good, but we'll get into that later. And uh, I'm like, well, let's uh, watch and review Extreme Rules. And we, you know, kind of decided that before the show happened. So uh, we've both watched it separately. We exchange a few text messages, but, you know, haven't really talked too much through it. So this no, will be pretty really. fresh. But before we kind of get into it, I guess just as a whole, since you had probably hadn't seen any WWE since WrestleMania, have you? Not particular. Did we watch? We watched SummerSlam. Oh yeah, yeah, that's yeah, right. We did, we did yeah, do so, SummerSlam. Okay, yeah. but yeah, you've just kind of caught the big shows. But uh, yeah. your first show in the Triple H era, just mm -hmm. oh, as a whole, kind of what'd you think of the show? Yeah, I mean, I guess Extreme Rules is very particular because everything's kind of like a, a got a match has got a twist or a gimmick or whatever you want to call it. Which it didn't under Vince for a while, which was funny because it'd be like, yeah, these are just rules matches. Rules matches, matches yeah. just have more rules sometimes. <laughs> Yeah, but, it yeah. was. Yeah, it was. Uh, um, I don't know. Like it, it definitely seemed. Uh, there was like there was a lot less like just dumb silliness. You know, like yeah. it, it seemed like there was just a lot more just wrestling. I straight guess to you business. know, yeah, straight to business. Um, you know, I thought the color scheme was funny because it reminded me of Mardi Gras. I was like, is this in New Orleans? I'm like, no, <laughs> yeah, you know. But um, 
and it kind of had a color scheme that reminded me of the T-Ted era, you know. Um, yeah, it was a lot bit. like purple and green kind yeah, of. Yeah, yeah kinda I can see that. Yeah, it, it sort of had that reminder. But uh, but no, I mean, I think I kind of definitely went into it with like a much less like already made up my mind about it, like mindset, you know. Yeah, and, and, and I, I think, think that, I had yeah. told you ahead of time that I was pretty pumped about this. Yeah, so. yeah. Is that yeah. it? <laughs> no. <laughs> What it else? can I mean, be. I yeah, just yeah, wasn't yeah. sure if you had more to say. Yeah. Um. I mean, like, obviously, we'll get into the matches here, but well, uh, and like it had like tip, your typical W like like announcer table spots and and going out into the crowd and stuff, but it all felt like organic and not just rammed in there. Um. Yeah. You know? Like yeah, it just I've, didn't have like you know obviously like the fiend you know like like remember how terrible um that um day at school was with like <laughs> like, like like that whole thing. You know, like there's nothing really like close to that. Yeah. And like criticize like the like the way the card was set up in the matches, like if you will, mm-hmm. but like at least it seems like they have exercised that uh from from the from their veins. For sure. <laughs> yeah, like no Vince dick and fart jokes, you know, for lack of a better term. Just yeah. like the dumb bullshit, like you said, where it's like, why the hell is this happening? Um, yeah, you're right. That's definitely been trimmed out. You mentioned the card. Yeah. So, you know, I think we both are in agreement that match one was the match of the night. We'll get into it. But I, and this is maybe me personally, the next two matches, Ronda versus Liv and Cross versus McIntyre, were definitely the two I frankly didn't really care much about them for multiple reasons. But mostly I'm I'm not watching all of SmackDown because it's on Fox and I don't have easy access to DVRing it, what have you. But I've definitely been following all of the Gunther Sheamus shit because that's mm-hmm. been amazing. Yeah, well, I mean, fuck, I mean, I guess the last WWE thing we watched was on uh, All Out Weekend. Oh yeah, you watched Gunther the Castle. Sheamus with me. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. So that kind of had like a nice sort of sense of yeah continuity. And that's been it. like one of the best things in the company, and I have been watching all that shit on SmackDown. Mm-hmm. But just back to it, I just wasn't excited for either of those matches really. Um, and I think they both fell flat for me personally. We'll get into it. So it's like after this super high high coming out of the gate, and it's like, all right, yeah, like the, fired up for this show. That match fucking ruled. And then it's like, oh, Ronda Live was kind of the shit show and not good. And then like Cross and Drew just it was fine. Like it wasn't a horrible match. I thought the brawl beforehand was good, but it just didn't really do it for me. And then it's like, okay, Bianca and Bailey, but that's what I thought was going to main event. And that's what I wanted to main event. So it was just like, yeah, it was a little weird in kind of the placement. But uh, I guess I'll kind of, I did still really enjoy the show. Don't yeah, yeah. No, no, I, I liked it more than I didn't for sure. Yeah. yeah. So I, I, you know, probably like a seven and a half out of 10 or so. Like mm-hmm. I thought, you know, the four matches I cared about, I thought were all good to yeah. very good. Um, well, and it was like, what, a six match card for a three yeah. hour show, you know? So like in the matches were all like long enough and they let them, which take I time. like, you know, as opposed to AEW, which for all out, there were what, like 12 matches or yeah. something like that. And it went for like five hours. It's and this, like, you know, you saw the video packages before all and their video packages are always amazing. It's like they, the stories are all there for this, you know, and they've all been going on for quite you know months in most of these cases um so that's a bit you know and i'll say all the kind of wwe people we interact with podcast wise um you know they've been hitting on the stories have been good the stories have been good and 
we've talked about it with AEW, kind of how they have it. So, uh, yeah. you know, I think that's definitely one area where WWE's certainly been better since Triple H got there is yeah. the compelling stories. And I mean, obviously the wrestling has been much, much better. But mm-hmm. uh, yeah, so I guess let's just start with the very, very end, the Bray Wyatt thing coming, sure. you know. I know you hadn't been watching, but they've been teasing this white rabbit thing for many, many. Oh weeks. Uh, no, no, I I heard I seen shit on Twitter. Yeah, yeah have, like yeah. they would have QR codes, and then there were like little hints, like something on the poster for Riddle and Rollins. There was like the faintest fiend mask that you could kind of see above Rollins, yeah. and like all these clues, and like pretty much everyone knew it was going to be Bray Wyatt. Yeah. Um. But I thought the execution of it was awesome. Oh, yeah. It, 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 super it was cool. Big and long. And, and, you know, they went to that weird room with the TV and the yeah. and the people in the audience. It was sort of like a. It was all basically going through kind of his whole career. Yeah. Like those were all kind of parts of his journey. And then like the Firefly Funhouse with all the, the dolls. And so it was like really kind of going through everything, which I thought was awesome. Right. Yeah. No, I thought that was like. It like like was pretty like like a pretty like long weird and I kind of knew it was him too you know kind of like like it seemed like it was sort of his whole vibe and I guess he's you know connected with Seth Rollins you know through the Shield yeah not the Shield or the 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 Shield yeah Shield Wyatt family initially and then he the Fiend and Rollins had a feud that led to an awful awful (laughs) cell match but I digress (laughs) yeah but um but yeah no I thought I thought it definitely landed like I thought it was definitely like epic and weird and like yeah. neither the weirdness nor the epicness you know seemed to supersede the other i agree yeah it was just very well done again for it was i compare it to kind of the cm punk debut it's like the worst kept secret you know kind of everyone knew this was going to happen but had no idea how it was going to happen and yeah. yeah i thought they hit a home run with it for sure yeah. and then him coming at, so like his whole thing was that it would get dark and then people would have the lights on their phone, the fireflies. So they got to do that. The whole world in his hand song is back to a feud he had with John Cena. So it was all very well done. His whole thing, he would come out with the lantern and blow it out. So we got that. We got Bray Wyatt and not the fiend, which I like, you know, obviously he hasn't said anything yet. I assume he will on raw tonight, which starts in one minute. Um, Shit, I got to make sure I have that recorded real quick. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, I'm obviously very happy to see him. You know, I've been saying on our group chat that, you know, I think Bray Wyatt's a little overrated wrestling wise, especially he's kind of had some duds that there were some great stories and some great feuds where the matches really fell flat. Not going to get into all that right now, but I'm excited to see him. And I think he's going to be much, much better under Triple H's direction. And we'll see, like, maybe he'll kind of, veer back and forth between his different characters as well but yeah definitely very intrigued to see where this is going yeah no I, i'm yeah i'm definitely pretty intrigued to see where it's going i mean like and yeah glad it's not the fiend because i sort of associate the fiend with just like not great you know yeah, yeah like it, it kind of has that um association but no this seemed to strike the right tone that it needed to um great ending to the show i thought absolutely spectacular uh, spectacular here okay i do have all recording great so Let's get into the matches. Um, 
Yeah, let's start right from the top. The good old-fashioned Donnybrook, which I love for a name. I just thought that's a geek. It's it's like an Irish, like, it's like an Irish name. Exactly. Like Donnybrook. Exactly. Yeah. Which Seamus, of course, being Irish. Um, so the brawling brutes of Seamus, Butch, and Ridge Holland defeated Imperium, Gunther, Giovanna Vinci, Ludwig Kaiser in 17 minutes, 50 seconds. And it really was a good old-fashioned Donnybrook. Um, yeah. So you probably don't know... Sheamus and Gunther had their Intercontinental title rematch on SmackDown. So uh-huh. the night before, and there was a moment where Sheamus had him in the, uh, fuck, the, whatever the sharpshoot, Texas Cloverleaf submission, yeah. what, where he pulled him back. He, like, kind of tapped, like, twice, like, uh-huh. just two times, and the ref didn't call it. Sheamus thought he'd won, and he ended up losing, of course. So it was, like, a little controversy. So just that was happening, you know, the night before coming in. But uh, as always with these two teams, I mean, this was just – they have incredible chemistry. They are beating the hell out of each other. Mm-hmm. You know, we got that moment with Sheamus and Walter both together in the ring, which was – all. I mean, multiple moments, but, like, yeah. the times where they were really slugging it out were awesome. But, uh, yeah, what uh, what'd you think, bud? Yeah, yeah, no, I thought this was definitely the most fun match out of the night. I mean, they went kind of really far at it in the beginning – you know, just kind of a lot of like big, you know, out of the ring, you know, like like table spots and like kind of on, on the Imperium side, like good heel work too. you know, like oh, it yeah. had it had like kind of the good wrestling of the, the class in the castle match, but also like kind of had like the drama with like the mm-hmm. teams in, in, in the heel work and stuff. So I thought it, they've been going through it a lot over the last like month as the teams. Too, oh, so. sure. Yeah. And while like it didn't have like the sheer like pure wrestling highs of the class and the cat the class in the casual match it um did you know it did it, it did definitely entertain like kind of like on multiple fronts oh, versus yeah. just being like a big chop fest which like i say that like in an endearing way like like in the best possible no way. doubt and they yeah. got they got that in you know like mm-hmm. within those moments where sheamus and he were in the ring but right. yeah you know it was obviously much more than just about those two but it was the whole teams and yeah. you know I was probably as mad as anyone when Pete Dunn got his name changed to Butch and when Walter got his name changed to Gunther, that one even more so for sure. But I'll, I'll give Pete Dunn a lot of credit. That motherfucker has taken the Butch character and ran with it. You know, yeah. I mean, he's he's adapted his style to kind of be more just like herky jerky all over the place. Yeah. And uh, it's working. I mean, yeah. I still wish he was Pete Dunn. Uh, but I mean, it's just all credit to Pete Dunn. The guy's obviously a hell of a wrestler mm-hmm. and he's, you know, got this character down pat to the point where, I mean, this is probably, you know, WWE feud of the year alongside yeah. maybe Cody and Seth Rollins earlier, yeah. but, uh, yeah. And then obviously, you know, both teams, uh, she and Kaiser as well, you know, always do what how about kaiser looking like a fucking bronze statue though he did yeah he was just sculpted and like looked like he had a fresh spray tan like i feel like even on the night before on smackdown he didn't look anything he didn't have that but he just got he just got a big coat of orange you know just sprayed on him and just like looked perfectly shredded as well it's like my god look at that guy yeah like he he just like did he not eat anything but like quest bars (laughs) like you know like the whole week whole week yeah i mean no i think like especially the imperium too i mean like we talked about Walter last time about how much like weight he's lost since like we followed yep. him with nxt yeah um, but i mean they, i mean they were all like that they all definitely look like, sure. yeah. like who the, who's the snl like book out guys you know like yeah like it sort of was <laughs> like people like that you know but a lot less muscular and a little more like 
trim trim yeah 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 Yeah, i was surprised when they announced like walter gunther's weight like he's only 250 which i think he was like 300 or just above initially and like yeah i mean you look at him and i just watched a match of his from progress which is a british wrestling that i'm actually going on the apron bump tomorrow to review which will be a lot of fun um from 2015 and like just he looked so different than to now like it's staggering um how different he looks what a weird name for a wrestling company (laughs) progress like 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 usually everything like with wrestling it's like it has to do with like extreme or action or elite or success or impact or or, or, or i love that you were just sitting i could see you were ready to say something (laughs) Yeah, it's like, well, I saw you all talking about that. And I was just yeah. like, for some reason, I thought it was something in Japan where like the translation would be like kind of a little weird. Yeah. You know, where, like maybe perhaps progress could like mean something like very like combat related. But no, it's it's England. So, there, you know, there's. So yeah. it's like it's it's British strong style wrestling. I think I yeah. saw somewhere it said professional wrestling for adults, which I love. I love <laughs> that. But <laughs> But I've also been I got in a bit of a progress rabbit hole because yeah. I've never had access to it. Kyle yeah. from Apron Bump gave me his credentials, which was key. And yeah, um, yeah it's just a an area of wrestling I have not really seen much of, other than like I watched an old Walter Zack Saber Jr. match, yeah. maybe. But it's been awesome. Um, but anyway, that's a yeah. different conversation. But yeah, and then you know there were some cool moments. They got the shillelaghs. I feel like everyone by the end had a big shillelagh and they yeah, were yeah, whacking yeah. each other with them. Um, and then there was one really cool spot during the match where it was when Sheamus and Gunther were going at it, um, and Sheamus did end up hitting the bro kick, his finisher, and then from out of nowhere, Giovanna Vinci like flew off the ropes and broke it up. I thought that was uh, definitely a high yeah. spot in the match. Yeah, yeah but... that was pretty incredible. Camera work too with that. Well. Oh yeah, but moment. yeah, it ended when you mentioned the table spot earlier, the Celtic cross, which yeah. is essentially a razor's edge. I feel like Michael Cole lost his fucking mind. The Celtic cross to the table. Mm, he did. He no, looked... no, no, no. He 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 was popping off this time all around. night. No, really? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. He's uh he's gotten a hell of a lot better. Michael Cole. All credit to you. But yeah. uh, yeah, this match was great. Um, probably four and a half stars for me. Sure. Um, yeah, just uh great stuff here and then we have uh the continuance of the Miz storyline here it's like every couple matches they cut back to him and we knew exactly what was going to happen because uh they've been doing this Dexter Loomis thing for a while but it's entertaining and we still don't really know a motive or anything but uh yeah so this was just kind of him messing with the uh the Philly or the Flyers mascot oh yeah no it's not the Philly fanatic it's the no something else yeah Something else, uh, gritty. That appears as his name, Gr- gritty. Like it's that's like the touchdown dance everyone's doing. The, the yeah, gr- but that's this the is gritty. with tees. Oh, this gritty. Tees, yeah, gritty. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Very Philly. Yeah, like their nasty cheesesteak. Oh, I think they're great. I mean, I, I think love- they're great too. But the one I got at Pat's King of Steaks was was, was <laughs> hot garbage. <laughs> Do you get the cheese whiz? I did. I yeah. did. Yeah. I, 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 yeah, well, I'll have to go into it sometime about how uh, what I, think, I thought about my experience. Have yeah. we? Perhaps we have. I think to. you told me about it. I don't know yeah. if it was on air, but. Yeah, yeah. Anywho, uh, match number two for the SmackDown Women's Championship Extreme Rules match, which saw 
Rowdy Ronda Rousey defeat Liv Morgan in 12 minutes, 48 seconds. So I kind of shared my opinion. I'll get into why I thought this match kind of stunk. But uh, yeah. what were your thoughts? Yeah, I thought that, you know, I thought the outcome was just kind of weird because Ronda Rousey is like clearly a part timer still, right? You know, or maybe is like sort of like kinda... she's been around more. So she like just came back, what, at the Rumble to win it yeah. and like. She was kind of there, and then I think she got storyline suspended. But yeah. I think she's pretty full time for right. now. But I don't know, like Liv Morgan, like I don't know, like it seemed like whenever we first sort of like whenever she first like kind of came onto, I'm just my radar when I'm being, you know, aware of. Oh yeah, there's there's a wrestler named Liv Morgan. You know, <laughs> yeah. um, you know, it seemed like you know this like this seemed like a pretty like great like trajectory because it didn't seem like she was like sort of like in like the championship running you know she seemed like she was just yeah. sort of like a tag team like kind of down yep. there somewhere she was um, with like ruby ruby riot remember right. that yeah. kind of bunk ass wrestlemania match last year yeah and like i think they just kind of i don't know it seemed like like her like title i guess or her um championship reign is sort of a homegrown thing and it's nothing like R- ronda rousey just kind of stole it yeah, and it took again. This was kind of me as an outsider since I didn't see her rise. You know, I kind of obviously have been paying attention and watching some from afar. But yeah, it seemed like a pretty organic kind of baby face rise yeah. for her. You know, the fans really liked her. She was getting over. And then it was a big deal when she finally won the belt. Yeah. But I know, I think at SummerSlam, which we didn't remember, we didn't watch the whole show because mm-hmm. I know I didn't watch that match. Um, but like there was some controversy at the end of the SummerSlam match that I think kind of like wasn't great. Right. And, you know, it kind of never really recovered from there. I heard, I knew she was getting like booed at some shows, which is like, what the hell? I thought you all, this is what you all wanted for months and months and months. So something went off somewhere. And from my opinion, it's like, why feed her straight to Ronda? Like what? Let her get a couple title defenses in. Then, like, if you're if this is the route you're gonna go, do it at survive. You know, maybe not Survivor Series, but sometime down the line. And yeah, I don't, whatever. Um, so I, the baseball bat shots, yeah, I thought yeah. looked so kiddy. Like it all, it looked like that was a plastic kid's bat. Yeah. Like when they'd hit each other with it, they weren't selling it at mm-hmm. all, and it just looked so weak to me. Like yeah, that was that was a weird first part, thing that just sure. kind of like what is this shit? It, yeah, like yeah. they weren't selling it. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I just, you know, it's not like the match. I didn't fucking hate it, but it just wasn't for me. Yeah. It was a definite thought, step down after like what we just saw, you know? Yeah. And I just thought they didn't have any chemistry. No. The senton through the table was cool. Don't get me wrong. Um, but they just didn't click. Didn't click for me. I didn't have any investment. Yeah, the baseball bat shots to me just just took me out of it. Yeah, yeah, the the one kind of like damning detail, you know. <laughs> and then even the end, like it was it, it was not smooth, like getting her wrapped up in that submission, and then it's like you couldn't even see anything that was happening. Like Rhonda's whole thing is the arm bar, mm-hmm. which she'd gone for a couple times and didn't get. So I just kind of assumed she was gonna you know, kind of roll out of that and get her right. in the arm bar. And then she'd tap out. Yeah. I still don't even know what happened. Like it's all of a sudden Liv was like, her face was like, you know, kind of through and she had a, like a smile on her face. Yeah, yeah. And then like five seconds later, she passed out. It's like, I don't even know what happened. Yeah. Yeah. It was like, like a very, like kind of like hasty, abrupt ending for, for sure. And even like, yeah. you could hear like, Ron- like a very unevenly like pace match. Yeah. Too, it general. was just very yeah. clunky. 
as yeah. a whole. And like you could even hear like Rhonda grunt at one point that was <laughs> a little weird. And that like drop on the table after it broke that Liv that, that like seemed off. There was you know just some botchy moments, but yeah. Yeah, um, you know, shame for Liv Morgan. You know, obviously great that she had her moment. That's awesome. Um, maybe she'll get it back, but uh, I don't really care much about Ronda anymore. I thought her first run was pretty good, but yeah, just kind of over it. And if they just go, like, Charlotte's been out for a while. She's on SmackDown. Like, if they go back to that, like, fuck. It's con- that's, that's, like, con- that's country music right there. Yeah. That's, like, like but, straight, so- straight, straight yeah. from the set list. <laughs> <laughs> one thing that is possible so Shayna baszler so she was a former M- uh, mma fighter as well so like that's a feud in a match that hasn't been done yet she's on smackdown so people kind of think that's the direction it'll go which you know could be interesting yeah. but as a whole this match wasn't um, and speaking of uninteresting carrion cross uh defeats drew mcintyre in 10 minutes three seconds in a strap match i'm gonna say it again uh after we said it the last time Drew deserves so much better. He does. Carrying uh, Cross A looks weird with hair. And uh, dude, he, that and his hair looked like it had wings. Yeah, like it yeah. was like sticking out on both well, sides. It was like parted too. What didn't look like a, a, a big he wrestler's is, hair. He does not look intimidating at all with hair. No. And like I didn't buy like whenever they were trying to put the strap on him and he wouldn't do it. I was like, come yeah. on. Like it's going yeah. to get on you. Like, like, yeah. <laughs> like I don't care. Like, like, like put it put it on you and go, man. Like, yeah. you know, I, I didn't really care about any of that. Yep. Um, um, the brawl was cool, you know. Like yeah. I always, I'm always a sucker for brawling into the crowd. Like that's always good mm-hmm. fun. Um, but yeah, once they got the strap on, it just they just didn't really do much. It was just whipping, whipping, whipping. You know, punch here, punch there, uh, and then pepper spray, and it's yeah. over. <laughs> yeah. No, that's pretty much what it was, I and mean, it was just. Yeah, I mean, I never really thought too awful much of Karrion Cross, just as a wrestler in general. And so like, yeah. we and, 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 and this... I think a lot of Drew McIntyre too, and it just kind of sucks. It's like, what, like where, where, do you, where are you going with him? You know? Yeah. When, so I feel like we saw the best of Karrion Cross when we were covering NXT. Him and Finn Balor, like those are the two best matches, really only good matches I think I've seen of yeah. Karrion Cross. And, you know, I don't want to be like shitting on the guy and I'm not going to go out of my way to, but he just doesn't do it for me. And, and, and I mean, he just recently found his way back in to WWE, right? Yeah, and, and like, clearly he's a Triple of... H guy, you know. Yeah, um, I, yeah just the hair really yeah, throws me looks off. really weird. Like, bald-headed carrying cross like looks like a force or, or have like long hair like like there's no yeah. like good in between for like a big for like a big and it, again, it kept coming out to the sides like it was wings and it just yeah. looks so stupid yeah. like i just couldn't get past yeah yeah well, well, petty, and, I kept, but... and i kept contrasting it to like the fallen like like the the the, the intro stuff that he did last time you yeah. know the fall and it's just like it it, it, it it's such a hard weird left turn you know that yeah that like it, the it entrance doesn't work is for me mate. the entrance is great you but, know but, but, and then but he like, doesn't have the look for it anymore uh, exactly you know? yeah. scarlet i mean fuck i'll say everything great about her i mean obviously she looks great but you know she plays her part well yeah um, and kind of leading him down the the path as the entrance but just pepper spray to the eyes yeah. that's it here it's pretty whack <laughs> yeah like Drew goes from almost and should have beat Roman to jobbing out to this tool yeah. a month later. Slop. 
He's. I'll tell you what. That's one thing Greg Goldman had right. Is you deserve so I, much better. I bet he thinks. I, I've been looking at his Twitter ever since the Mets collapsed. Oh shit! Yeah, yeah. Oh it, my it, god, is it, it great? It, it's been dead silent. <laughs> like, like, like all all the accounts. Like I'm sure there's another burner. Like 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 A lurking Mets down in there. Specific burner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he. But yeah, like I'm sure he's just. Man, I did not think about. You know, I mean. All Mets fans seem to be as how could you not be? They oh, won over a hundred games. I yeah. think the led stat the, that, led the division for like almost 170 days. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the Braves, I think, led for six. Yeah. <laughs> and then yeah, you're out in the wild card playoff. Like yeah, ooh, just yeah. two of the best pitchers in the league. Yeah. Ouch. Like I was kind of pulling for him too, because it's like it's cool when the you know, like both New York teams are good this year. Like yeah. the Mets, you know, have kind of sucked for a while so like you know as someone who doesn't really care i'm happy yeah. to see him be good oh, you know yeah. it's fun and uh pfft, tough yeah. break uh-huh. yep uh yeah i don't really have anything else to say about this match me um, neither get it out i of don't here. know yeah <laughs> fuck it you, get you know, it like, out of you here. know like what is it like david letterman or, or jay leno who like would throw like the letters like you know they would get those cards they read off of and they throw it oh they yeah. got the back and there would be like a a, a sound effect for a Glass breaking. Okay, next up we have the Raw Women's Championship ladder match in which Bianca Belair defeated Bailey in 16 minutes 11 seconds. Um, yeah, I like this match. This was one I'd say that adequately met expectations for me. It didn't exceed. Thought it was very good. Um, I thought Bailey was going to win and probably should have won, but you know, you can't deny Bianca Belair. She's been unbelievable. Um, what were your thoughts? Yeah, no, I kind of thought the same thing. Like, you know, like, like, like a lot of the ladder matches I I remember like seeing like this pat, like, I guess recently have like been really good, like the AEW ones. And this one kind of, you know, had some hints of those better ones that I saw there, you know, um, you know, like a lot of great spots, you know, inside of the ring and outside of the ring. And yeah, I never really seen Bailey wrestle so much. Oh yeah, that's right. She had had been hurt, but no, yeah, Bailey's, Bailey's great. I mean, they took some like brutal spots, you know, especially like, like whenever they had, oh, so they had that ladder propped up like between like, it was out southering the edge of the turnbuckle and then on the rail. Yeah. There were like yeah. a bunch of moves done on that. Um, yep. There, hell, there was one ladder where the, I forget what Michael Cole called them. They were sort of the braces. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. He used to work for that. They took that out. You yep. know, um, yeah. No, I, th- I, I, I was wholly entertained by this. Um, yeah. But yeah, I, I think both of them are good wrestlers. I think Bianca, I guess, for me, knowing her more sticks out a whole lot. And she's like, every time I've watched the Bianca match outside of that, pig slop that was on what, what was the word number <laughs> summer slam last year yeah yeah, yeah becky yeah 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 yeah, yeah yeah like bianca's been stellar you know i like yeah. how she whips people with her hair absolutely you know, that, that actually yeah. has to hurt pretty bad oh for great. sure yeah, yeah i think i think was i watched so much wrestling in the last few days i i can't remember if bailey had like a mark on her from that yeah. Or if I'm thinking of a different match. But anyway, yeah, I'm sure it really hurts. Oh, it might have been, honestly, Drew from the strap, like, had a yeah. big mark on him. But anywho, um, one thing I liked about this was I felt more urgency from both, like, in trying to climb the ladder. You know, a lot of, like, ladder matches, like, they just kind of go on and on and on and yeah. don't even try to win for, the, you know, the first portion. Mm-hmm. But, like, Bailey especially was, like, trying to get up there a few times, like, really early. Yeah. And Bianca had to catch her. And then even as they got later into the match, like I thought 
both, you know, focused well on that. Um, on some unique spots with the two, because I haven't seen too much of like when they put the ladder on Bianca. You yeah. Know? Which I guess like, you know, like, like, I mean, she was strong enough to push it up, you know, yeah. like, and, and like, I feel like, you know, when you do that spot, like you got to kind of like doubt their ability to to sort of do that. And I guess, you know, like it, it must be like pretty heavy to be able to push that with Bailey's weight. Yeah. You know, I'd never sure. seen that spot, but I, you know, enjoyed it. You know, Yeah, it, it, it happens from time to time in that. But yeah, it was well done, you know, because that was certainly a point where Bailey, you know, maybe could have won. I mean, we're getting late at that point. Um, you know, kind of we knew that uh, Dakota Kai and I'm still going to call her Io Shirai. Uh, the other damage control members were going to come out. I didn't realize. So like Bianca has been aligned with Alexa bliss and Oscar and they had like a six man tag match last month, but Michael Cole had said, Oh, they got hurt on raw. So she doesn't have any help coming out. Um, so again, Bianca looking really strong, you know, taking both of them out and then getting the victory. So, you know, Bailey couldn't get the job done even with the help of her friends, which, you know, I just kind of thought, this was a good time to put the title on her. They have the tag titles on the other two and, you know, they're really investing into this faction, but mm-hmm. uh, again, Bianca's awesome. And uh, you know, no complaints for me. Yeah, yeah definitely that. deserves, you know, that, that, that Sasha win was the great, I mean, she did, she won Royal rumble, right. Which like moved her to like beating Sasha Banks. Yeah. Last year. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So like, you know, like this year she had the Becky Lynch match at WrestleMania. That yeah. was also really good. Yeah. Yeah. So like, I think she's definitely like definitely earned her earned this. For sure. No doubt. No doubt. Yeah. Not sure, uh, you know, who will come next or, you know, maybe Bailey gets a rematch, even though she shouldn't really have a claim to it because she just lost in a three on one scenario. But uh, we shall see. Yes, we shall. Um, We roll on to the I quit match, which saw Finn Balor defeat Edge in 29 minutes, 39 seconds. And frankly, it felt like 49 minutes to me. Yeah. Yeah. It was a big long long drawn out and i'll admit this i was watching this like so i worked saturday night got off at like nine uh finished the impact show first so i didn't even start extreme rules till like 11 30 or something uh or like 11 and so i was i'll admit i was a little tired at this point but like it didn't help and i i still like the match i really did i thought the ending was cool and unique even though like you know that had been out there on Twitter and Reddit, you know, the whole, if yeah. they're going to threaten well, Beth Phoenix and that's going to yeah. get edged. Well, that reminds me of T-Tit, you know, Macho Man and Miss Elizabeth, yep. you know, yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. Them yeah, sort man. of like, like, like using like the, like hurting the girl to, you know, correct. Get to him get to submit. Yeah, yeah. 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 So again, and the work was good. It was just, it didn't need to be that long. You know, edge has kind of gotten a reputation late of being boring a little bit, which, Kind of has been, you know, the AJ Styles match at WrestleMania was good, but could have been better. I love Edge, you know, don't get me wrong, but uh, I just thought this dragged a little too much. Um, Finn's the man, you know, again, we knew that there was going to be some interference here. Um, we got some, so you probably haven't seen anything with Ray and his son being opposed against each no, other. No, no, no. I thought, I thought that was, I mean, Ray's son was just kind of a goon, you know, yeah, uh, yeah. he is a goon. Like which was Rhea kind of Ripley like owns him too. Like he's yeah. kind of a cuck. Yeah, he is. Um, I don't know. She had like on heel too. Like, you know, like, cause yeah, she been, she's like, like basically the leader of this group, essentially. Really? Um, wow. Judgment day kind without them saying it, but yeah, she's been awesome. Yeah. Um, like kind of the demonic witch type. Yeah. Um, 
you know, she's kind of the one pulling the strings, it seems. And she was the one that ultimately brought Beth Phoenix out and had the chair. So, um, but yeah, you know, this still had some good moments. I remember they had some fighting through the crowd as well. Like I said, I'm always a sucker for that. And, you know, both these guys are great workers. So, but, you know, any I quit match, you're always going to get kind of, because you have to put the mic up to them. But no, hell no. Never like it's yeah, yeah. silly, just, like just, whatever just, they just, said. Just, just the obvious refusals, you yeah. know. Yeah, and go to hell. There are a lot of that, you know. Like, like I had texted you, I thought this seemed a lot more main eventy than the last one, you know, because yes. it was just long and there was interference more epic store. Yes, yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, film Finn Balor's great, you know. Oh, like, yeah. like I've not seen him in a while, you know. Like he definitely kind of carried i think a lot of like even though edge was sort of what the drama centered around he was sort of the injection heel finn balor is yeah. awesome yeah i thought he like, was good yeah from a wrestling standpoint too so like he as you know pre was prince devitt founded the bullet club mm-hmm. so like some of his best heel shit was then and yeah i've been really enjoying this turn and hoping they've kind of been teasing something with him yep. styles the two former Bullet Club leaders, like no. Finn's been trying to get him to join Judgment Day, and he hasn't. No. And then in an interview, Finn's like, "I think we've got a great story to tell." So hopefully, they can kind of get to that. But yeah. you know, back to your thing about this main event, or you know, being a better fit for the main event. I agree, but I think I texted you like it's probably because this did have so much story to it. Mm-hmm. They wanted to let that breathe and not have Bray Wyatt, you know, come right after all this happens. You know, I think yeah. Rollins and Riddle was kind of an easier way to transition Segue into that. that, which like that was the more necessary like end. You know, yeah, you had in with for that for sure, yeah. for sure. And like Rollins, at least has the history with them. But I totally agree. Like that match and everything that happened certainly felt more main eventy. Yeah. Um, like I said, I kind of wanted and thought Bailey, you know, and uh, Bianca would main event because you know Bianca's been a main eventer. It was the only, you know, big world title match, so to speak, on the card. But uh, yeah, you know, it was still still all good. You know, these last three matches, boom, 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 were pretty damn solid for yeah. sure. But yeah, um, so yeah, that. we go to our main events, which uh, had the special referee of UFC legend Daniel Cormier. So that that's who he was. He he reminded yeah. me of Don't You Do It. <laughs> he did. He, 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 yeah, and that's that's who I kept thinking of because he was very you know very involved. You know, like he had that one point where he was yelling at Seth Rollins where he had him up on the, you know. Yeah. So that was the whole thing. You know, he's big UFC guy. Uh, He's retired, but I guess he's always been a big Seth Rollins fan. And like he and Riddle, you know, both have that UFC background. So that's why they brought him in. Um, He's been a UFC commentator before and like is a big WWE fan. So a lot of people, you know, think he may become more involved. But um, yeah, the fight pit which saw Matt Riddle defeat Seth Rollins in 1638. Um, I like this and I've been really yeah. into this rivalry. Um, their match at the last pay-per-view, I guess was clash of the castle. I thought was awesome. Better mm-hmm. than this one. Yeah. Um, this was the third fight pit. The first, not having Timothy Thatcher in it. Who's yeah. now in Noah. Um, well, but, like in the fight pits, the, the two levels, right? Like correct. that's sort of what that is. Yeah. Okay. So there's only the third time it's happened. Yeah. Um, and the previous two were in NXT yeah. when Triple H was running it. But, yeah. Um, yeah, this was good. I thought DC, um, like, there are times even the announcers were like, why isn't he counting? You know, he would, like, take his time to, like, check in with the guys mm-hmm. before he, like, started the count. And then, yeah. um, you know, there was the whole thing where 
uh, Rollins had pedigreed Riddle on like mm-hmm. the top area. Yeah, yeah. And then he's like, count, count. And he's like, you know, I guess you had to be in the ring yeah. to count, which I don't know if they'd established that prior, but I didn't realize that was the mm-hmm. case. Um, I thought Cormier, yeah, it's funny you didn't even know who he was. <laughs> I guess you weren't paying attention to the video package. No, no, I I I I like did yeah, I like kept the thing I might have skipped past that part. Yeah, no, it's yeah. okay. But uh, you know, I, I'm not gonna say he harmed the match more than he helped it, but I don't think he really helped it. You know, he was just kind of there. And when you bring in someone like that, like remember the Bret Hart uh Steve Austin match that Ken Shamrock refed? Yeah, you know, yeah he yeah. was like a force for good yeah. in that match. And then uh-huh. even like took out Bret Hart after Yeah, like these and people kind of like, we're comparing this to that. Cause it's like, you got this UFC guy in his WWE debut refing a big match, you know, maybe he's going to get involved with the company beyond this. So yeah. like, I just thought he was just, just, he was just kind of there. Um, yeah. Yeah. I mean, well, I remember there was a big part where he was just like looking up, like I always noticed him like yeah. looking up when they were on that, you yeah. know, and, um, for as good as this match was, I kind of thought that perhaps they would get a little bit more creative with spots from the top yeah, level. I would agree. You know? Yeah, I thought like kind of what they had, like Riddle kind of grabbed the hold of him while like he was like hanging on that chain. But yeah, yeah I thought I thought there would be more like tension from like, yeah, the spots or, like d- dangling off or something. Yeah, like that. yeah, yeah. And of course, there's the big spot at the end where someone's going to jump off somebody which like was, onto which it. was very well done and yeah. probably hurt both. Oh, guys. oh, big time! Like, 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 down like, so hard. Like, on like, 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 I saw like Seth Rollins like roll over and like brace, you yeah, because he, he didn't just like lay there and just take it. Like, like Seth Rollins like he had to brace for that thing. Oh yeah, um, and Riddle like he didn't jump high; he jumped yeah. like straight out. But yeah. like, man, he nailed him. Like that yeah. was he hit it perfectly. Yeah, but uh, but yeah, like you know, I thought, like I said, like at, at, like for my first time seeing the pit or the or the buy yeah. level thing, you know, I thought the spots could have been a little bit more creative. Um, yeah, the they didn't level. really. Yeah, they didn't really utilize it too too much. I mean, obviously, you got all the tosses into the cage yeah. and. You know, there's no ring ropes, which is cool because, like, a normal cage match or hell in the cell, you've still got the ropes. So, you know, it's a unique thing in that. Mm. And, yeah, I mean, these two are both great. You know, Rollins is at his peak right now. I don't know if you had heard. We did, like, this poll with that whole Twitter group where, like, everyone submitted their top 30 wrestlers right now to Tim, and he put it together, and Rollins was number one overall. Who was number two? Was it Osprey or? Roman. Roman. Who was number three? Because it was a lot of WWE fans. Like, Osprey was definitely in the top ten. Okada was in the top ten. I think Jay White was in the top ten. But, like, one, two, three, four, it was Rollins, um, Reigns, Danielson and Moxley so three of the four shield were in the top four but anyway um you know these guys are great um I really like Riddle I know uh our good friend Matt Ridder does not and a lot of people don't but uh the guy can go at the end I do too oh yeah no yeah yeah, he's fun glad to see see him doing single stuff well yeah and remember he and Sheamus when we were watching Raw last year were like the the highlights for us and now to see them both you know in the spots that they're in now a year and a half later is pretty cool because like this would have been what april of 21 where raw really sucked (laughs) it was a chore to get through it's like these are the guys that are showing out week after week so 
happy to see them get their due. And uh, yeah, I kind of figured Riddle would win this after Rollins got the win in the last match. You know, it's been a pretty personal rivalry with, you know, Rollins making fun of him for losing his kids and getting divorced and all yeah. that shit. So, and, you know, even in the match, he's like, you're a loser, Riddle. You're a loser, Riddle. <laughs> which was fun. Um, yeah. But, yeah, he ended up choking him out with the triangle, which was cool because Rollins tried to, like, fight out of it, fight out of it, and he couldn't. And then he gave a very faint tap. Um I mean, that's another thing about Rollins. Like, he's so great, and he's been losing more than he's been winning this year, and he's still yeah. one of the most over guys um, in the company. Oh, it reminds me, another thing I didn't like about Karrion Cross because, <laughs> you know, Rollins does the thing with this, though, whoa, and his yeah. music with the fans kind of uh, doing the orchestra. Conducting, yeah, yeah. As does Wardlow. Yeah. And then fucking Karrion Cross was doing, doing it in it. his match for some reason. It's like, dude. That ain't your thing. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. Stop it, you goober. Yeah. (laughs) So not to go back and shit on him more, but two. Um, (laughs) yeah, this was good stuff for sure. Um, I imagine there's gonna be a third match. I did want to at least mention, because you probably don't know, he was imitating Rob Van Dam, old Mm -hmm. ECW legend with his gear. And I think he did the Seth freaking Rollins with the hands too. So that was pretty cool. Um but yeah, good stuff. We already yes. talked about the ending. Uh, anything else to add before we uh, talk about some AEW shit? Not particularly. You know, like I said, like in terms of WWE, it was like a very competent show. I think was yeah. the word I'd like to use. Like very like 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 competent in ring and in terms of like drama and yeah and, and and you know like 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 I never felt like when I watched it, I never like felt like an eye roll or like a, uh, yeah. you know, even was, like the two matches that weren't as good, like we're still watchable, oh, yeah, you know, no, like it wasn't, it wasn't Orton versus the fiends right. opening WrestleMania night two last year, which right. was garbage. I was almost certainly engaged for sure. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, I guess maybe we'll uh, be talking a little more WWE here now that it's good again. And yeah. that we're kind of flowing all over the place here. I know we want to, do a stardom show coming up soon because mm-hmm. i of course have been sucking it off for so long and i don't think you've seen you <laughs> no, haven't I'm... seen a stardom match yet have you yeah no so I don't that'll think be I have. fun yeah we'll do that um got some other ideas without some progress <laughs> yeah dude it's fucking tight like i really enjoyed progress <laughs> um yeah i'm excited to i've never actually met kyle from the apron bump obviously we've been in we've mm-hmm. chatted on these groups and, yeah. and whatnot uh, I've caught some of his show. He's pretty damn funny. So uh, excited for that. Check that out whenever it drops. But um, yeah, let's uh, talk some T's and then some AEWs. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Well, football is back, baby, as we've been talking about. And our new sponsor, True Classic, wants you to look and feel your best even after a couple of brewskis are going full force on your fantasy football draft. Sure, it's football season, but it's also butt-to-couch season, baby. Luckily, True Classic has the absolute best fitting clothing a man or woman can buy. Snug in the arms and chest with a little extra space in the torso, their t-shirts are designed to keep you cozy and highlight your best assets, no matter what you're up to. Mm-mm-mm. 
So if your special someone is upset that you're watching football all day, at least you can look good doing it. (laughs) (laughs) True Classic has helped over 2 million men find the perfect fit at an affordable price. Our listeners get access to the best deal they offer, and for a limited time only, you can get 25% off with the code BBB at trueclassic.com. Tell them more, Beaumont. Almost all men's t-shirts are designed to look good on skinny models with six-packs. Like you. Clearly, yeah. But for most of us, aren't packing anything but a few beers. Like fellas. Yeah, yeah, fellas, you're wearing the wrong clothes. True Classics tees taper off toward the bottom, but they fit tight around the chest, shoulders. You know, it's time to highlight your best attributes with a t-shirt you can confidently throw on. Not only are you finally getting a t-shirt designed for the male body, if you never before, but the first thing you'll notice is how soft it is. The colors are prime, too, like Deion Sanders, and you can even match your team of choice. They are soft, that's for sure. Well, you know they don't stop at tees. Uh, they I are your one. Yeah, you you didn't. Yeah, I I had I I had an idea. Um, <laughs> they're your one stop shop for men's essentials, from polos and workout shirts with the same flattering fit, to boxer briefs designed with a pouch to keep your bulge nice and comfortable and mm. hidden away. Uh, mm. All of their gear is top notch quality at reasonable prices. They have this dope pack builder on their website where you could custom bundle all their essential products and save even more than the discount we're offering you today. Wow. The DPB. And for the defense, the defense size players, you know, (laughs) outside of the cornerbacks and the safeties, they have long body options for the tall guys and up to triple XL on their staple colors, whether you have abs or flabs or, or blabs. Uh, their uh, clothes look great on all body types. Let's stop beer belly shaming with better clothes. And yeah, just, let's it, stop. Yeah, and just acting nicer to other people. Yeah. Uh, men, let's be team players here. Upgrade your wardrobe with True Classic and help your friends out by telling them about these tees as well. From Tall Steve's, Active Paul's, to Average Greg Goldman's. Yep. Trey Classic has your back. Call us to action, Brett. It is about time you get your fit together. Update your wardrobe with True Classic and get 25% off at trueclassic.com with the code BBB. Free shipping included on purchases over $100. That's 25% off at trueclassic.com with the code BBB. If there's one bet you should make this football season, it's on True Classic. True Classic, look good, feel good, and bet against the Steelers because they suck even though they beat us. Good, not good. Good. Your balls will thank you. Wait, what? <laughs> Your body will thank you. Your body will thank you, yes. <laughs> All right, well, we'd be remiss if we didn't talk a little AEW. Um, unfortunately, more drama and fighting backstage. Uh, just a damn shame. This time it came out, what, a few hours before Dynamite last Wednesday that yeah. Sammy Guevara and Andrade had a backstage altercation and mm-hmm. they'd kind of been sparring on Twitter. I I don't want to get into the ifs, whys, buts, whatever. Fuck it. It's all stupid. Um, you know, it sounded like Andrade, you know, pushed first or threw the first punch or whatever. Or Sammy may have pushed him and Andrade threw a punch and Sammy didn't punch back mm-hmm. something. But I can just imagine Sammy and his dumb little face being like, hit me, hit me. Yeah. You're not going to do it. Hit me. Yeah. Like, and then he did. 
Yeah, and then just he's it's Sammy again. You know, it's like he just had that shit with Eddie Kingston that I right. think people kind of forgot about because of all the CM Punk stuff. It's you know, it came out that they both got sent home, but it turned out Sammy was still on the fucking show. He was, he was yeah, because he was in the main event. And uh, again, I don't know if that's uh, favoritism from Tony Khan because Sammy's clearly his boy. But I'm just sick of it. Like, I'm sick of Sammy. You know, we've been saying, like, I don't like, I don't even want to see him in the ring anymore. It's go away heat for me. I'm tired of it. He's not going anywhere, which sucks. But, uh, yeah, I said this on Tim's show, the Wrestling Index. Like, what I loved about AEW, especially when it started, is, like, it seemed like it was a place where everyone was happy and wanted to be. And it was a family atmosphere and everyone got along and tried to help each other out. And obviously that can only last so long. Mm -hmm. I get that. But it's, like, all of that, like, the soul of AEW has kind of been sucked out of it. That's how I feel right now. I still yeah. love it. Don't get me wrong. Like I still absolutely love it. I'm never going to give it up unless something fucking drastic happens. Um, you know, the wrestling is still awesome. Mm-hmm. The stories haven't been as much lately, but you know, there's still great shit. Still love the roster. But as I've said, like it hasn't really gotten me super excited lately. Like I'm obviously still watching the shows and I watch every Wednesday and whatever, but mm-hmm. Yeah, and even with Mox's champ and shit, we're gonna be at Dynamite a week from tomorrow, yes. seeing Moxley versus Hangman in the main event in Cincinnati in Moxley's hometown. You better believe I'll get up for that one. But oh, yeah, you know, by and large, just all this exterior shit, you it's know, distracting. Is, it's distracting yes. from anything going on, like anything yes. that could be good going on in the stories. Yeah, yes. you know, it's like anything you read, it just kind of yanks you, yanks you right out of it, and uh, yep. there no. No real way to get any sort of like mo- narrative momentum up. Uh, yeah, it's it's you know, definitely a definitely a buzzkill. Yeah, that's a great way of putting it. And I mean, frankly, I thought the shows had been you know pretty damn good since All Out, since they kind of you know had this refresh of sorts. Yeah. Um, and even this this week's show, I know you didn't watch it, but it was still damn good. Like the MJF Wheeler Utah match to start the show was awesome. Got some interesting, like almost babyface shit from MJF after the match, wanting to shake Yuta's hand, which yeah. was strange. Uh, hell, Wardlow versus Brian Cage was awesome. It's yeah, like, where's the first time? Where's he been? <laughs> yeah, no. Master Mold. Yeah, yeah. Uh, everyone thought he was like going to be the first like defection too. You know. Yeah. Um, and like I've something I've been saying. I think I've said it on here. I know, and I've said it with Tim. Is like. Why not? Like Wardlow's done essentially nothing since he got the title. He had a good match with Orange Cassidy, you know, was in that three on three at the pay-per-view. But it's like there's a lot of big guys in AEW now. Like, why don't you just feed him all the giants? And then like he kind of has to build up to Miro. And then I'd love to see Miro fucking beat him. So like this is great. Like he and Cage went out 10 minutes, had a banger. You know, they both showed their incredible athleticism. I loved it. Like. You know, just that's what Wardlow needs to be doing. And what, yeah, Cage is always great. Yeah. Um, so I know he's been kind of relegated, for lack of a better term, to Ring of Honor. You know, he's in he's in that group, even though they're not really doing anything yet. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that was tight. Uh, good six six woman tag match between mm-hmm. Athena, Tony Storm, and Willow against Jamie Hader, Penelope, and Serena Deeb. Just really good action all around. Uh, 
Hangman versus Roosh, short, mm-hmm. quick, hard hitting to the point. So like everything was good on this show. Right. Uh, but so what really kind of pissed me off and I didn't even notice it watching it live. So uh, Sammy and Jericho beat Danielson and Garcia in the main event, cheated to win. Yeah. Sammy got the pin and they hoisted Sammy up on yeah, I saw that picture in yeah, the show. It's yeah. like, are you fucking kidding me? Ew. Yeah, yeah. Like this, I, yeah. I didn't know that, that that ended the show, but that I was like the, the picture, image. Yeah. Like it was Garcia in the ring, Garcia and Danielson in the ring looking out. <laughs> got so mad I was ripped my headphones off. Yeah. Um looking out to the whole jazz hoisting up Sammy. Yeah. It's like, how tone deaf can you be? Yeah, that's very tone deaf. Like it's be this is beyond heel and face. And mm-hmm. Granted, the crowd was chanting multiple times, fuck you, Sammy. Yeah. We don't want to see this. You know, I get it. He's going to be here. He's talented. I know that. Mm -hmm. But, like, don't hoist him up in your main event when everyone hates him and he's causing all this fucking chaos. Yeah, for sure. Like, you could just see if you watched the show, like, you could see it on his face the whole time. It's Mm -hmm. like, I know I'm getting away with something right now. Like, he just look at the camera like a little prick. Yeah. Ugh, I hate that I'm so mad about that this, but it's, 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 what it, it's just continues to happen with this guy, mm-hmm. and it sucks. Yeah, no, he's Fuck just it. a, yeah, he's, like, quickly gone to, like, one of the most hated people on that roster. Yeah, yeah. Like, in the span I, of know, a year, I always, I always liked him, yeah. Like, I wasn't always the biggest fan, but I'm like, this guy's fucking good. He's exciting. Mm-hmm. You know, he's definitely a better heel, but... uh yeah, man. Like, obviously, starting with all the Tay shit, mm-hmm. and we've talked about that, but never thought it would get to yeah. this point. You yeah. know, like with all that relationship bullshit and everything they were doing, it's like, yeah, that was dumb and it pissed me off. But now it's like this shit over and over and over. And yeah. like, like I said, it seemed like he knew. It was like, yeah, I'm getting away with this shit, and I'm super cool. I don't know. What a tool. But it sucks. Yeah. Um, don't hoist him up. Um, I like the story that's been going on with so Jericho and Danielson are fighting again this week, which will be for the Ring of Honor Championship, which should be very interesting. I think it's all kind of like I think I hope they're setting up this like long term Jericho Garcia story where Jared where Garcia takes the Ring of Honor Championship. He's got the pure championship right now, but um. Yeah, fuck Sammy. I changed I changed the name of our Twitter group to oh, Sammy I saw that. as a loser. Yeah. I know I saw that. Yeah, yeah, with the, with the, yeah. <laughs> it gave me a lot of joy every time a message came in. Yeah, 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 yeah. Sammy is a loser. Yeah. Unfortunately, someone changed it back to the UW pod, which is a running joke that all of us are the UW pod. And right, I love right. Matt Ritter last week. He's like, Yeah, I'm Nick Dieterding. You can find me at the UW mm. pod. Oh, that's um, great. But uh yeah, fuck Sammy. He's a loser. Yeah. Get him out of here. What a um, swab. But yeah, good show last week. Rampage was pretty good. Um, it was a trios tournament or trios championship match. Um, Death Triangle retained against the Dark Order. Yeah. But Pac used that hammer from the bell again. Yeah, so again. Been, just like he did ben against Orange Cassidy. Yeah. And I can't in the match against Trent, I think he used it again. So he went back to back. Like, so, because it went Rampage into Battle of the Belts. He main evented Rampage and opened Battle of the Belts. So, I love, and both were live. So, I love seeing Pac get his due. Still a double champion. Um, The guy's fucking awesome. He's been there from day one and deserves all of it. But, Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, the shows were good this week. 
um, you know, this I'm sure this week will be good. And then we'll be there on a special Tuesday night next week. And uh, that's going to be pretty fucking awesome. Yeah, I'm very excited. Uh, okay. Uh, yeah, this is fun. Good this show. Fun. Good show. You got uh, anything else to say, you ho? You should take a look at my like little like what all my WWE stuff turned into. You need to get the AEW send that logo. out. Yeah, you should send that out. Yeah, I will. Yeah, and send out you as She Hulk again. Yeah, what I put Yeehaw. I wrote Yeehaw, Yeehaw baby. Yeah, I'll have to send this out. Good doodle page. Good doodle page. Well, okay. Yeah. That's another edition of the Brain Buster Boys. All right. Sayonara. Bye. Be nice to each other. Yeah, do that.